BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by Mr. Rich Rebart. This is how much we love y'all. We are coming to you live Thanksgiving morning. You know, our, our families are already uh, joining and embracing and loving each other. And Rich and I, we're in our offices, you know, just grinding these decimals. That is, um, that is what we're doing for y'all. So, Rich, we're here. We're picking some games. Um Honestly, don't have a, a real big opinion on any of the Thanksgiving games, so fine by me to not have these included. Yeah, I mean, I do like one of them. We say I, I we won't like pick it because because if people want to listen to this afterwards, but I do, I do think that the Vikings are pretty interesting because it's the sub three. Uh, just for the sake of when you look at the Patriots, like who they've played so far, they might have played the worst quarterback schedule of the NFL to, to date. Now, counterpoint, Kirk Cousins on prime time, but. Uh, I'd Correct. You, yeah, that, that would be the one kind of pushback on it. But I think when I look at the Patriots kind of schedule, we did this with them last year. I think the Patriots made like a run where they won like five or six games in a row last year. People are like, oh, the Patriots, man, like Belichick's doing it again. And it's like, I don't know, man, they played a bunch of Jamokes at quarterback. Like uh, they're probably not this good. And kind of where I feel like we are right now, because we were just coming off a three game stretch where the Patriots have played Zach Wilson twice and Sam Ellinger. And the week before that stretch, they got dusted by the bears on Monday night. So <laughs> not great. Let's, let's at least like, let's pump the brakes and at least see what we got here with the, with the Patriots. We get some of these better teams. They play yep. the Vikings and the bills the next two weeks. Rest in peace to one, Mr. Zachary yeah. Wilson. Tough, um, tough, tough scenes. All right, let's go through, let's pick our five favorite games against the spread what is your first game i wanted to have the bears but i just don't know if fields is going to play yet uh so i i the bears plus six if justin field starts is probably like my two or three i left it i left it off my list entirely because fields is uh we don't know it's totally it's totally but the the new york football jets with any quarterback any available quarterback on their roster should not be touchdown favorites over any team People, I don't know if people realize Mike White threw eight interceptions last year on 130 passes. Like you get a six percent interception rate. Yeah, <laughs> he's not, not he's uh he's not very good. Yeah, yeah. He, he just he just simply is is uh he's just simply not very good. So I don't don't think there's any reason to go crazy over someone was uh, this uh, team. arguing with me that they uh that Mike White was just a supremely better fantasy start than Bryce Perkins. I, I mean, man, I can't I don't want to live a life where I have to start a guy like Mike White over someone that can actually like have be fun and have a ceiling. Correct. Um, so so that's where that's where we stand on that game. Um, 
I would say like if we get like a Schefter tweet, like Fields is going to give it a go or whatever, I would go see if you can bet that. Before it's not it gets a throwing. Pulled. It's not his throwing shoulder. Yes. Yeah. But there also uh, is kind of no reason to play him. That's. I mean, so so like <laughs> we we say those things all the time. I know about about these guys like Jonathan Taylor. Like, why the fuck is Jonathan Taylor playing on like a broken ankle or whatever? You know. But these guys don't care. They just want to play, especially Fields. I mean, Fields, I think Fields just wants to win a game. I think Fields would, would love to run for 200 yards, but he'd really love to run for 200 yards in a game that the Chicago Bears won. <laughs> yeah, I was tweeting the same thing about Stafford. Like, you know, there's no reason for the Rams to play Stafford, but I'm pretty sure Stafford's going to try to push the play because that's what these guys do. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, dude, what is your actual number five? All right, so number five, we're, we're getting gross. You can get this at seven in some spots still. If, if you can get it at seven, I still like it. It's, it's gross, but uh, I, I think the Packers, similar spot as a couple weeks ago, just take the touchdown, hold your nose, walk away. Uh, this, this Eagles team, which I still believe is one of the better teams in the NFL, one of the better complete teams, but they still have a lot of flaws. And I think we've seen that offensively, like they will leave the door open for you here. Like they, the, the explosive plays have kind of dried up a little bit. Uh, the Packers don't give up a lot of like huge explosive plays in the past game. And this run game for the Eagles hasn't been kind of as strong as it, as it was like as close of last year. And these teams kind of some teams are hanging around with them. So really it's not anything that I believe the Packers are going to beat the Eagles. I think it's one of these games where the Eagles probably leave at least the back door open, or it could just be kind of closer than people think like it was last week against the Colts. Yeah. I, uh, I don't have, I don't have any issue with that. I mean, I just remain yes. ideolo- ideologically opposed to betting on Aaron Rodgers, but I would say clearly the Eagles performances are trending this direction, right? We're there. We're starting to see, you know, a little bit of like, okay, AJ Brown's playing a little bit banged up. They don't have Dallas Goddard. They they have no one to replace him with, right? Quez Watkins, Jack Stoll, Grant Calcaterra. These guys are are absolutely no replacement Mm-mm. for Dallas Goddard. Like Kenneth Gainwell, too. Like, I thought he would at least have like, right. some role in offense. Um. Okay, I have I have the absolute grossest line. You're not even gonna believe I'm taking this as my five, but it is the Los Angeles Rams plus. 15 and a half points against the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, if I think that if the Rams can get to 10, that 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 it probably works, right? I, I think I think the Rams can get to 10, uh, maybe I mean 14, 13, like and and the Chiefs, uh, we we like the Chiefs are the opposite of the Bills, right? Where they're up 10, Mahomes is not out there, you know, dipsy doing and throwing these and the, and they're and they're banged up right now. Um so I think that plays into it as well. Like I, they are probably going to get Juju back, but mm-hmm. they're they're missing Tony. They're missing Hardman. Clyde just went on the IR. They're going to have to activate Ronald Jones. I think they're I think they're just going to run a lot in the second half. And you mentioned this in our group chat the other day. I mean, Bryce Perkins is like kind of fun. You know, he's going to run around and do some stuff. He'll probably make some horrible errors, but like I don't yeah. know. I mean, he'll he'll do some stuff. Yeah, I'm actually excited for Bryce Perkins. You know, I picked him up in a in a, a couple of two QB Superflex leagues. Uh, I don't think we'll get there on DFS with him just because he's not like super dead, dead he, man. He is he is 5K on, on DraftKings, but like he's 6'6 on, on FanDuel, so it's like tough to play him, I think. But I think he's a, a fun and interesting guy. I mean, this dude, this dude ran for two, in college too, because remember sacks kind of negative yards. He ran for 2,000 yards his last two years and 20 touchdowns. And he only played 25 snaps on Sunday and ran for 40 yards. Like, 
Did he, I could see a scenario where he, he pushes for like 100 yards rushing. Uh, now they have nobody to throw to. Uh, we saw that kind of again last week, but I think it's, he could run around and do some things for sure, man. Because uh, these huge lines, like in the NFL this year, I'm going to lay points. My next pick's laying a pretty large line, but uh, we've you, you'd be weeks. you'd be you'd be like the better of the year if you just took all of these massive spreads. You'd be yes. like people would be like, oh, this dude's this dude's from the future. Um, so that's my that's my number five. Probably the first time I have ever picked against, against the Kansas the Chiefs. City Chiefs on the in the history of this program. But I just like uh, in, incentive wise, like what is their incentive to win? by 16 here you know like they don't care they they literally already won the division it's it's for it's thanksgiving and the division's over like unbelievable is, uh, is, Ron, is ron john getting some fourth quarter carries here see i mean he has to right i mean i guess they could just give it to pachet well they so they have another running back well they have wayne Gallman on the practice squad and they have oh. jerry and ely on the practice squad and i wonder if they're so tilted at him for asking for his release that they're like fuck you rojo like you're you're just you're just you're 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 p squatting again and we're gonna play jerry and ely oh man to be dirty so grimy man because yeah. especially when a guy's on your practice spot and he's asked you release like what what why not just be like yeah man go ahead yeah uh all right so what is your number what is your number four all right so i'm only because like we've talked about the, the big lines this year and, and you're laying more than a touchdown this year has not been fortuitous that's why it's at four but I mean, I'm going to lay these eight and a half with the 49ers. Uh, this is, I mean, this is my, this is my three. This is okay, my three. Yeah. I mean, I hate laying, I haven't laid a line like this, especially on this show in, in a few weeks. And we've been good. We've been doing a lot better for it. So we'll see if it comes back to circle out and bite us. But I mean, man, the 49ers are such a better team than the Saints. I mean, there was a, while Stafford was in that game, there was like a point where I was like, oh, the Saints are just going to, are going to lose this game to the Rams. Like that game was, that game was neck and neck until Stafford leaves the game. Uh, 49ers though, man, they just look like they are ready to make a run here. Like they, the, the addition of Christian McCaffrey and what it does, you look at Jimmy Grapple and some of the initial struggles he's had, me and Dan Pseudo talked about this on, on our show, just, uh, you know, cover one and cover three, like where you can, you can put one of those safeties or a robber in the middle field has always been kind of his bugaboo, right? Like he's throwing those aggressive throws in the middle field. Not a lot of quarterbacks throw them. That's why he throws a lot of interceptions. But Christian McCaffrey's pulling guys out of that area of the field now. You see on Monday night, he throws that the backside slant to Ayuk. Christian McCaffrey's drawing like three defenders in the middle of the field on the route he's running. He's sucking all that stuff up. So like the addition of what he can do on some of those like schemes that have given Garoppolo trouble in the past and the space that Christian McCaffrey has opened up has Garoppolo legitimately playing like the better best football he arguably has of his career. I I think that's a huge point. He is. um, I think Kevin Cole tweeted this the other day. Someone, someone that we know tweeted this, like he's doing a little bit more out of structure. Like he's going to the hashes. Yeah. Yeah. he, He was, you never see, like Jimmy Garoppolo scrambles like once he left the pocket you're like oh baby this is gonna be an adventure he throws a touchdown and uh the other thing about Garoppolo too is is you know he's not a guy that does like a lot of press and stuff but like he he has the vibe of he knows he's playing with house money right now like you you can like see it in like his conversation and like as well like he knows that like this like he's in just like this glorious situation he's got all these weapons around him and he's going to go into a, this free agency situation and use this as a platform like you can kind of sense like he knows like i like it doesn't matter like, i'm just i'm just freewheeling here yes yeah no i think you i think you are i think you're absolutely correct i mean my logic was twofold one 
is that uh like when your option when you're up by 10 points is to be like all right like let's do cool shanahan running shit with eli mitchell and christian mccaffrey that's pretty good Two, the saints are just like one of the biggest train wreck teams in the nfl right now and it feels like we are heading for another you know like it feels like we're in for like a I, and I know Dalton like was in what do he only have three incompletions last week or whatever. Um, but it's like one, Dalton still takes these horrible sacks all the time. Two, the looming specter of like Dalton throws a pick six, you bring Jameis in. They were doing alternating snaps with Taysom last week. Like they're just, I don't know, they're just a mess of a team. And the 49ers are are clearly on the ascendancy. So that one felt pretty good to they're still doing me. the friendly loss thing with uh Dalton, right? Like he'll have some of these moments where, yeah, like in structure and these games where like you can just kind of keep close and then just try to like you, you pull out, but like you have stuff like the week before against the Steelers, right? Like it's just nondescript and you lose the game. Like that's what they're doing. Right. Um, okay. So my number four is the uh what do they have? Oh, the Indianapolis Colts minus two and a half points against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean Jeff Saturday is like, I don't think he's like this revolutionary coach or whatever, but the Steelers stink, dude. Like they, like, like Kenny Pickett. I mean, I, I kind of want, I certainly was rooting for Kenny Pickett and it just doesn't seem like it's happening. He's been, and you, you pointed this out to me, like, I don't know, a month or, or ago or so, like they were having all these dudes running deep routes. Like Najee Harris was running deep routes and Deontay Johnson was running deep routes and all this shit. And Pickett is like the worst deep ball thrower, like having the worst success on deep ball throws in the NFL, but I haven't really seen a ton of adjustment there. So I just, and I know, I know we shouldn't just be picking all these favorites, but like, I don't know. It, it feels like they kind of have, um, feels like they kind of just have it figured out. Like they're just going to run the ball. They're going to throw a short to Paris Campbell. Like, I don't know. They're just a, they're just a pretty decent, like they're not a good team. They're going to, they're like a 500 ish team and the Steelers are way worse than that. Yeah. I had this one uh, as my next one. So yeah, I'm, I'm totally on board with you on this. And especially because it's under a field goal. Uh, I think that's probably the more attractive part of it too. It's just like, all right, we just got to win and they're at home. You know, that's the other thing too. So yeah, I have struggled taking the Steelers, you know, plus the points. Maybe if you're getting more than a field goal. We, I mean, bet against them last week and it worked out. They kept it close for a little bit, but they just don't have enough juice, right, offensively. And that's really kind of the end thing for it. And you talked about Pickett, and the Colts are actually the fourth best defense uh, against throws 10 yards or further downfield. Uh, they're only allowing a 40% completion rate on those throws. On throws 10 yards or further downfield, uh, he has the lowest, you know, he's completed 36.2% of passes, lowest rate of all quarterbacks in the, in, the, in the NFL. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, they can't really do anything. Although Najee showed signs of life here, man. Uh, that touchdown he had. That like, touch, that guy. touchdown run, that touchdown run, buddy, was like, I, 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 I couldn't believe, I could not believe that that was Najee Harris. I I don't even ever recall him doing anything like that at Bama. I mean, it was just it was <laughs> he hurdled the guy. Like I've never seen that from him. And jail. I mean, for for DFS and stuff like Jalen Warren might not play in yeah, this yeah, game, yeah. which is uh, which is is kind of uh, which is kind of interesting. Like I mean, they, it might be back to just full full Najee. Yeah, like twenty plus touch Najee, and you just hope you just throw the touches at the wall. I mean, I doubt many teams that drafted Najee in the first round are, are, are alive. Are, right are alive <laughs> still? Yes. But maybe yeah. someone picked him up. Maybe he was cut, and someone picked him up, or they they traded for him in some kind of weird like uh, ancillary, like he's some kind of ancillary attachment to trade. And 
you're just going to get kind of the best of it right now. I mean, I imagine most Jonathan Taylor teams like aren't doing well at this point, big picture, but like he's back getting 20 touches a game. So like at this time of the year, man, just take those guys, <laughs> plug them in. Yeah. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, so wait, that was that your number three as well. Yeah. That was my three. Okay. We already did. We already did my three, uh, San Francisco minus minus eight and a half. So we're down oh, cool. to, uh, two, two and one. Yeah, I, I got the Bucks uh, next. Uh, they're not. I don't think they're set up to make a run like the 49ers, but I do think that they're a team that's going to finish the season strong and could be a potential thorn in the playoffs. Um, and this Browns, this Browns defense is just so bad, man. I mean, it's and they get blown out last week if the Bills can finish any drive. The Bills punted just twice last week, but Tyler Bass kicked 17 field goals, um, and they just couldn't finish a drive. But this, they can't stop the run. They can't stop the pass. There's nothing they can do. We, we pray on Thanksgiving. We're going to all say our Thanksgiving Day prayers today that we get a full Rashad White game uh, without Leonard Fournette on Sunday. That's what we're all going to be. We're all going to beg for, uh, who, who then would be 5,100 on DraftKings <laughs> this weekend. But this, I mean, it's just a bet against this Browns defense, which is literally one of the worst defenses. There's only four defenses in the NFL that are in the bottom eight, uh, you know, the bottom quadrant of NFL teams in yards allowed per pass attempt and yards allowed per rush attempt. And one of those is the Browns. So just a bet against their defense. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, I, I mean, you know me, like I'm not betting on the Buccaneers here. Here's the weird thing. The weird thing about this game is what do you do to beat the Browns? You run the ball. They're like the, like yeah. the degree to which they are the worst rushing defense over the next worst rushing defense. They're like almost like 75% Worse, no, double, but, I tweeted it. Or we, yeah, we, I, I'm literally. I, we do this show, and I'm just paraphrasing things that you've tweeted like three days ago. I, I just if you look at running back carries, if you remove run, all quarterback rushes, uh, they've allowed minus 32.2 expected points. You know, I expect EPA added, so it's just negative 30. And the Chargers, who we all inherently know are an awful run defense, right? Like we just watched Isaiah Pacheco run for eight yards for his touch on every carry on Sunday night, they're at minus 17.7. So it's like double worse. And that's removing all quarterback runs from the equation, like actual just run defense. And man, it's, it, it, they're that bad. Yeah. They're so, which People is like, we're like tweeting about like the bills last week. And they're like, Oh, their, their pass rate was so low. Like, what are we going to do? Is this a change in the guard? I'm like, they played the fucking Browns. Like, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. It, it is what it is. So this is, this is my thing. Uh, if I had confidence, they would just go with Rashad White here. I'd be like, hell yeah. You know, I'd be like, I'd be like, yeah. But I think they're just going to be stubborn with Fournette and be like playing him through this hip pointer. Um, and also, yeah, how I mean, are you handling that? Not to make it like a I'm, I'm jamming, I'm jamming Rashad White in in tournaments. I, I think at this point, because I, I played a shit ton of Pollard last week, like mm-hmm. one of the first times I've gotten a really good DFS call right this year. But I actually think it's better if Fournette is active but banged up for Rashad White because Latavius Murray is sitting there right at 5,000 and he is projecting super well and all the optimals and everything. And I'm not going to fucking play Latavius no. Murray. Like I'm zero in. And if he beats me, he beats me, whatever. Uh, I've gotten plenty of things wrong this year, but it, it, I think Rashad White seems like just a stone jam, just like a, a because one, it's an elite matchup Two, in-game injury for Fournette. We've already seen White play more. He had his first hundred yard game. Fournette I, and Fournette has just been bad all year like I, I admit Fournette has owned me maybe more than anyone else in <laughs> fantasy football no like and maybe I'm losing the football again 
but he's been legit bad this year. Like in, in years past, at least Fournette would be like, you know, he'd churn out his four yards. There'd be some big plays and stuff. I mean, there's just been none of that. Like he has been horrible in every game this year. So, and, and this team wants to make the playoffs, you know, like they're, they're drawing so live in this division and this is a huge game for them. Uh, all that being said, I'm, I'm not, I'm not betting him uh, or I'm not have, betting the Buccaneers. I have Rashad white in a league and I've been going back and forth versus him and Damian Pierce all week. You got to lean there. Uh, Rashad white versus Damian Pierce. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it depends on how you play the game. You know, <laughs> Damian, Damian Pierce is projected for like way more points, but isn't Rashad white, like the way more fun play. And the Texans have just been getting, shit housed like yeah, they absolutely. like these games i mean they have been done and out of these games by like midway through the second quarter uh and and damian pierce has not had more than 20 points since week five i think like mm-hmm. like and, and he's even been getting used like running routes but they're just not even targeting i don't know maybe kyle allen gives them a shot in the arm i you'd probably start pierce but it's going to be one that you're like i can't fucking believe i started damian pierce instead of just doing shots i'm just like do i want these 12 points or do i want to like hope for 20 (laughs) yeah exactly Um, go back and forth on that one all week yeah do you think there's any chance i don't have the texans on here but do you think there's any chance that the dolphins kind of like this is like a, an overlook game they got the 49ers next week which is kind of fun i can't wait for that game dolphins 49ers any chance that they kind of just don't like they, it's, a, it's like a trap game for them i mean maybe it doesn't that doesn't feel like a mike mcdaniel thing though yeah, it feels so it, it feels like and and also like i think he probably knows like oh i can win coach of the year like yeah like you know like there's a lot of in, like Tua could look I mean, I don't think he will, but I guess two is probably second favorite for MVP right now. Like they, they want to keep, they want to keep all that stuff going. Next week's the week I'm looking for, because as excited I was on the Dolphins coming into this year. And, you know, I, I always said like, this is how I build my Madden rosters. Like the Dolphins are building like a team, like I would build a Madden, but they faced literally like this counting the Texans this week, like four of the worst defenses in the NFL the past month. I mean, they've gone Lions, Bears, Browns, now Texans in the last month. So, like, I at least want to see, like, Tua Carve the 49ers before, like, I anoint him and anywhere, like, even challenging the throne of Mahomes. Because Mahomes is on such a ridiculous heater right now. And it feels like people, like, just, like, they have, like, the Jordan corollary with him where it's just, like, this dude's good. We're just tired of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. My number two, gonna, this is, uh, this is, again, uh, this is again going to be shocking you. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, road favorites against the Tennessee Titans. I mean, they're getting Jamar Chase back. No team I love to bet against more than the Tennessee Titans. And I also think, like many teams, when they lose their their battering ram running back, it actually makes them better because it incentivizes them to be more aggressive passing the ball. And also, I was listening to a Joe Burrow interview the other day. And he said something that really painted his whole playing style to me in such a different light. Cause I've been pretty negative on Joe Burrow relative to like the consensus or whatever. And he was talking about the sacks because that's like the huge thing with him is like, dude, just eat sacks like crazy, like way more than Mahomes, way more than all these other great quarterbacks. And that's a huge drawdown. And, and the thing that he said that I had never considered is he's like, I don't give a shit about taking a sack on third down. Like if, if my decision-making is either I'm going to take a horrible sack and we're going to end up punting, or I can try and extend the play longer to try and find Jamar, to try and find T, to try and find Boyd, to try and just do whatever. 
then I'm going to try and do that. And I've talked about that with Taylor. I've talked about that. I don't, I don't remember the OC's name. Um, and I, that actually made sense to me that like from like a risk reward perspective, I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess, cause like sometimes I get a little frustrated. I mean, it's hard to get frustrated with Mahomes, but a lot of the times on third down, he like you, when the chiefs do punt, like the three times a game, they do punt a lot of the time. It's because Mahomes um, doesn't want to take the sack and, and throws the ball away or throws it short to McKinnon or, uh, you know, a, a, an MBS target, which is just basically a zero at this point. Um, and so, so I, I have kind of just like re enamored myself with, with Joe Burrow. And then also, um, I mean, the Titans are just not going to hang with teams of this passing caliber when their three wide set includes Nick Westbrook, Akini and Robert Woods. Like these dudes are giving them nothing. And I know Burks was so good last week, but I I'm, I'm looking to get a little bit long on the Bengals with Jamar back and, and just continually short on the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, the, the the Titans, they're doing this again, right? They're tightening. This is what the Titans do. They're tough, man. To, this is the alligator blood team, but they also Yeah, they are. They are. I, I love Vrabel. Like I know I want I always talk so bad about the Titans, but Vrabel <laughs> is like the best. He he really is. The, the, I mean, it, it is a thing though. When you look at them again, you're like, oh, here they are, seven and three, and they still they haven't beat one team with a winning record, you know? So it's like the same story we always have with them, like every year. Uh, they do tend to punch up, but uh, this is under three, so I don't, I don't mind it. Uh, I kind of looked at it, and then I was like, man, Titans have owned my soul for so long. I'm just not going to do it. Um, and the Bengals, I'm a little worried about the Bengals' defense right now. Like, they're, Yeah, they so yeah, they, got a, they, have a, they have a bunch of injuries, right? Yeah, because like I bet the Bengals last week, and uh, you know the Steelers were hanging for like the like, first half of that game. Uh, and I was like, oh, this, like, this Bengals' defense is looking rough. So yeah. Because the uh, the last two games, Tannehill's been played pretty well. He played that was one of the better games I've seen Tannehill play last Thursday against the Packers. Like one there, he was he was really good. He was he was he was really good. I, I don't want to I don't want to take anything away from that first uh, ball he threw to Burks. Uh, that like oh like you know where Burks got upfield, but he threw that thing in a perfect spot. Um, yeah, I mean I I don't mind it at all, especially if they get Chase back. Uh, I'm cool that the. Bengals are ready to make a run, I think, too. They're another team. They've got a tough schedule the rest of the way out. Real rough. So they need this one. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Uh, by the way, I mean, our number one hit last week. What, what a dramatic fashion for our number one to hit last week. The, the first oh, time we were united wow. on a number one all year, and we get the, we get the punt return touchdown. I mean, just just beautiful. Um, all right, were, so that I was, was at the, that, bled, like, you know, close block in the back was it on the side. And I think that like the refs, he he maybe thought about maybe throwing the flag on that and said, "There's no way I want this game to go to overtime." Yeah, I no, we no one wants this. The NFL doesn't want it. The Jets don't want it. The Patriots or don't want it. Like like let's just get let's just get out of here. Let's let's get uh let's get everyone home. Um, all right. I I'm curious to see if we both have the same number one. Probably not. Maybe we do. Uh, yeah. No, my number one is the Chargers. Um. This Cardinals team is just dead, man. I, 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 I was, I was ready to back them last week, and they're just dead, dude. They're just, they're dead. Their, their last seventeen games, they're now five and twelve. They are just, they're just lost, man. They're just, and you know, we saw Herbert with at least just getting a couple of guys back, like look aggressive, right? Like look, there, and maybe it's just the Chiefs thing with Herbert that they just, they tend to just punch up, but. We saw him season high completion rate, season high, 9.3 yards for pass attempts. He's throwing the ball downfield a little bit more. Uh, I'm just going to take 
Herbert and just hope that I can just just hang on here against this this Cardinals team who's who's legitimately going to be trailing by a ton in this game at some point. It just depends if they come back or not. Uh, but this Cardinals team, I'm completely out on them. I don't know what happens in the offseason. Uh, it's been a disaster, but five and twelve their last seventeen games. Uh yeah, I mean, how how could I possibly how could I possibly uh go against this one? Uh I mean it's not on my list because I remain abstaining from betting on the Chargers. They're like my least favorite team in the Brandon NFL. Staley killed him. Yeah. They killed yeah. that guy, man. Yeah, I mean it it's like the Herbert Mahomes conversation was annoying to me. Staley being bullied by the internet. Like the conversation about field position after losing to the Chiefs. I mean, oh they gosh. they stole this man's soul. They they, they he got bullied into becoming, you know, like a, a Patriots assistant. You know, I mean, it's horrible. Uh so yeah, I mean, of course, I'm not gonna. Uh, who, we love betting against Cliff. Cliff is uh, the absolute worst. So and like the I way got, to beat the Chargers, like you know, you could be a bit a couple ways, but like, like other, are the Cardinals just going to line up and run it down their throats? Probably not. Yeah. No chance. No chance. Uh, yeah, absolutely. No, of course not. Uh, my number one, I, I, I am actually surprised this didn't make it on your list. Um, the Seattle Seahawks, like I, I'm it not surprised. It's consideration. Surprised. It's not, uh, like, I'm, but I mean the fucking Raiders dude, like, what is the point? The Raiders are like, the most useless team it's like they they play some of these close games and then sometimes they don't show up at all I mean the Seahawks are just at this point I'm ready to just say like they're a pretty good team I I think Gino is pretty good uh they've got like this whole offensive formula figured out it's a huge advantage to have two wide receivers who are that dominant like I mean that's one of, it's one of the biggest advantages in the NFL is having not one but two guys who can just like always get open uh, I mean, that's a huge reason for the Bengals' success. Uh, it was a huge – when the Buccaneers used to be good, it was because Godwin and Evans were so good together. You know, I mean, it's it's huge. And Kenneth Walker is unbelievable. Like, Kenneth Walker is is like Bo Jackson, dude. I, I, I just – this guy could do absolutely anything to me. And the Seahawks' defense is not very good, uh, like, relative to, like, like, if you're looking at, like, DVOA and everything. But guess what? The Raiders' offense – mega stinks like car is as bad as ever they're down hunter renfro you know there's the mac hollins is out there foster moreau is prominently involved we got keelan cole returning from the dead like this is just a loser team and and that's the that's the thesis is the is the and also the raiders like i think pretty clearly hate josh mcdaniels but they can't the the team can't fire him because they owe him too much money so it's just like this uncomfortable marriage like the there's just no reason for the Raiders to try in these games. Uh, I mean, listen, we know Derek Carr is going to at least do his do his thing. You know, yeah, he's going to do his thing. Where he's at least going to motivate these guys. And listen, as long as Josh McDaniels is getting a, uh, enough opportunities for Devontae Adams to continue on this blitzkrieg he's on and Josh, Josh Jacobs to keep so all, It's all I care about. All, all I care we, about is Devontae Adams getting to 22 every week. That's all we, that's all we care about. Just Devontae Adams getting those bags pumped and then Josh Jacobs getting a bunch of carries. Uh, Josh Jacobs fan looks legitimately awesome this year. Like, hundred percent. I don't know. Not how, taking anything away from him. I don't him. know how we're gonna handle him next year and what happens if he stays in the Raiders, if he goes somewhere else. But he's been legitimately great. Like, actually, like if you, I don't know how many Raiders games people are watching out there these days, especially when they're facing the Denver Broncos. But man, Josh Jacobs, like he's breaking. He's doing a lot of work on his own. Like he is not like it's not like he's getting a tarmac and like running for 40 yards where no one touches him. 
like this dude is breaking a tackle like literally at the line of scrimmage every run <laughs> and getting like six or seven yards he's catching the football um yeah I keep, i'm curious to see what happens with him this offseason uh absolutely but yeah dude i don't even like Devonte adams is having an absolutely bonkers run though like he had the flu game mixed in and i think a lot of people like they're like oh man he had like an egg but like since week four this like look at that dude's box scores it's like he is going absolutely insane yeah yeah no he he i like he was he was a little bit banged up but i mean and he uh the the one game that he had 40 he had one catch in the second half yeah like this dude this dude could be i mean he could be on like an absolutely he could be on a tyree kill level pace you know if if i mean honestly if the raiders were like a little bit more competitive i think he would uh I think he'd pretty much be there. And obviously, so. he's had the run out where it's like the Packers, right? Like when he was in the Packers teams, like there was nobody else. And that's kind of what's happened like this season at the Raiders. That was kind of like what people were like, well, you know, Adams doesn't have to really share targets with anybody. Uh, you know, does Waller and Renfro hurt him at all? And it, well, they don't play. <laughs> but none of those Correct. guys play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, dude. There we go. Thanksgiving. We wrapped it up. We we picked we picked some games. Do you have any big nuggets of wisdom for for DFS this weekend you want to drop? Uh no, I'm like so like so we crammed so much into this like period before like the Yeah, I got I got no clue. That uh I really haven't like gone in and done like a bunch of like main slate stuff because all the shows I did were like geared towards the Thanksgiving slate. So like I haven't really like invested a ton of time. Obviously, I've written up all these players in the worksheet and I can give you like some a pulse on some guys, but like salary and team construction, I have not really kind of worked my way to anything yet on main slate. Hoping to win, we're, we're, also, we're trying to win win those dollars today, baby, on this three game slate. Yeah, yeah, we are. All right, everyone. Who's your guy? Uh, who's the Galbrain Thanksgiving dude? Who's catching? Who's, score, who's scoring a touchdown today? Lawrence Cager. <laughs> that's my that's my Galbrain dude. I will be I will be playing this guy. I think that uh, I I think. He's a con- look, converted wide receiver, playing tight end, immediately dusted Tanner Hudson and Chris Myarick. I mean, literally, they claimed him off the practice squad on a Tuesday, and on Sunday, he led the position in routes run, and it, it, and it wasn't just a fluke because they did it in the next game. He's super cheap. Tight end's obviously the worst position. Lawrence Cager is, uh, is that dude. Boom. There we go. All right, everyone. Uh, Rich, send the people to Sharp Football. How can they get ready for this weekend? Yeah, you can go read the worksheet over at Charfable Analysis. Uh, obviously, the big thing towards the end of the year is just like if you want to sign up for, for weekly packages for DFS or just get ready for your seasonal playoffs, the first week you sign up is only a dollar. And listen, you can just cancel and re-sign up for a dollar again. Boom. There we go. You can't, you, can't, uh, you can't beat that. All right, everyone. Rich Rebar, Lord Reeves, Sharp Football. Happy Thanksgiving. We will uh, we'll see you all back next week. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.